Hello, I'm Haley Adams, and on this episode of Live in the Castro, we're interviewing Ace Vincenzo. Ace is a bold American traditional tattooer from Chicago, Illinois. He has been tattooing professionally since 2013, after he finished his apprenticeship at Walker's Point Tattoo in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Ace later worked under his mentor, Sam Belinsky, at Atomic Tattoo until he moved to the Bay Area in 2017. Uh to tattoo alongside Joey Casina at Ocean Avenue Tattoo. Ace is a trans man who has stories about tattooing earlier in his career as a femme-presenting lesbian woman. From local street shops to private studios, Ace tells all about his experiences and how moving to the Bay changes changed his life forever. Um, okay, Ace, how you doing? What's <laughs> <up? laughs> How are you doing? Um... Every time I see you, um, you're always like just super nice and like like you listen and like whenever I hear about other people meeting you, they're like the first thing they say, they're always like, Ace, oh yeah, he's so fucking nice, man. Um it's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> which is something that really stands out to me. Um, when we've met so many like pretentious or mean tattooers in the world or in the queer scene. Um, but we also talked about how being fucking nice to people was super important to you. Mm -hmm. Um, what do you think so important about it? Well, I mean, I think it's important to live your life with intention and understand that people have layers, people have trauma. We, we all go through this, that kind of shit, you know, like our whole lives and, I just think it's easier to live, to, to coexist with people rather than fight it. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I try to put myself in other people's shoes constantly. So it's like, you know, am I being an asshole? Could I take a second and maybe t- tone it down and see where this person's coming from? You know what I mean? Like I try to, especially getting older, you know, getting, coming out of my twenties now, like I'm, realizing more and more that it, you should reflect on things you say before you say them and process everything you know what I mean because of that because people have layers you can't just assume that everybody sucks or assume that everybody has the worst intentions like you know I'm sure everybody has or maybe not everybody but I'm sure a lot of people have good intentions you know what I mean maybe they're not maybe there's just a disconnect between intent and you know what's actually happening you know what i mean or or intent and effect like you don't you may have the best intentions but the way you move forward with something whether you're talking to somebody or doing something physically like maybe you had the best intention and maybe it could also come out in a way that didn't seem that way because people were hurt or etc or you don't know you know what I mean? Or maybe you're having a bad day or et cetera. There's, you know, there's layers, but. Do you think that you like started thinking about this? Um, like maybe like being in the tattoo industry and like sure. noticing like For the sure. one, like just like, I re- oh, I'm so angry. I Why remember the day actually. I remember <laughs> the day specifically. Uh, I was going, I was at, I was working at Atomic on the North side with Sam Belinsky. Um, and I, you know, as a female, as a, as a woman, I mean, in, as a, as a femme presenting woman in tattooing and constantly being talked down to, um, and constantly having customers come in and say, you know, what, you might talk to them for 30 minutes, an hour. Like, so like where's I'm, the tattoo artist? Yeah, where? Well, tattoo well, who's, so who's the tattooer? <laughs> like, thanks for talking to me for thirty minutes, but who am I getting tattooed by? It's like, motherfucker, me. <laughs> what do you think I was talking to you for thirty minutes for? I want to just talk to you, dude. You know, asking um, you all about your tattoo and like right. where you're gonna put it and what colors you're gonna use. Like, you're yeah. gonna walk back and relay that to some like right. guy with a beard. You know, like yeah. And so that being said, you know, it's it was my defense mechanism for uh, my tattooing for a lot of my life as well. Like I was an only child. I didn't really have a dad growing up. Um, my mom was all, 
always at work or at school. She, you know what I mean? So I had to take care of myself. I had to fend for myself and putting up that wall and being kind of a bitch was my security blanket. Like, fuck yeah, you. It- you can't touch me. You can't hurt me. You know what I mean? And that was how I was for a while in tattooing, especially working on the North side in Milwaukee. If you're from Milwaukee or you're from the Midwest and you know, the North side of Milwaukee, you know, it's like, it's a fucking jungle, dude. Like people are hyphy. Like people are fucking on drugs. They're coming into the shop, like hella fucked up. And we are, we are the latest shop that was open, um, in Milwaukee. I'm pretty sure. Uh, so we would get it all. You know what I mean? It's that and, super street shop life. Yeah, super like, street. You do have to be like a little bit like, no, you can't. Yeah, get you got to be a little like, tough. No, or like, yeah. we have to like work on this. Yeah. Yeah, you like, got to no, be a little bit of an asshole. You have to pay me this yeah. amount of money. Yeah. Totally. Like, you know, you had to protect yourself. We had, you know, we had fucking weapons on deck. Like we were ready for some shit to pop off. Shit did pop off like pretty much every day. It just like maybe not super crazy. You know what I mean? Maybe not in to a point point where you got to fight somebody, but we're definitely kicking people out. You know what I mean? Like, we're definitely, like, checking people daily, arguing with people over fucking piercings. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was wild. So Everybody can relate right now. Everybody's, like, tuning in going, yeah. Totally. Yeah. There's always the parents, right? It's always the fucking parents. They're the but, worst. <laughs> dude, they're the worst. Um, yeah, and especially in piercing shops that have piercings, you know? It's always, like, people are fucking rude because you're not getting you know, your customers are different at a piercing and tattoo shop because your customers that are getting pierced, like maybe they've never got a tattoo in their life. Maybe they never even stepped foot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And they couldn't be 14. Shit. If you're in the Midwest, I think you're allowed to be 16 and get pierced with a parent. But yeah, it's like, it's, uh, you definitely have to be a little bit more stern, a little bit more like, look, you know, we're not fucking around here. And so at that time, especially in my career, like working at that shop, I just, I got hot quick. Like I was like, dude, <laughs> nah, I'm not going to deal with this. You know what I mean? Like, um, I mean, within reason, but there were times for sure where I, I just, I didn't have to use all that energy. I didn't have to like snap like that. You know what I mean? I could have, but that I learned that with age and I learned that I remember the first time Sam told me, took me aside one day. I I don't remember what it was exactly. I know it was a customer. I probably hella yelled at them or I probably, I mean, I definitely snapped back at them and was like, look, fuck you. I'm not fucking tattooing you. It's like hard not to. And some people learn not to, like they haven't learned to say no. And I think that that method of just being like, oh no, fuck that is like a lot healthier when you're younger and tattooing and you're like in these shops and stuff. Then, uh, yeah, like, then if you can't say no, like a lot of people I run into, like they have, they just can't say no. They have a lot of problem with that. And right. I'd rather be the person who's like really short with it. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Get to the point. Like and that, that was what happy. we, that's another part of street shops. You know, you're like, what do you, what do you want? Like, are you actually going to get tattooed? Or are you wasting my time? Like a lot of people, they just walk in. You never know. You know what I mean? Like, but anyways, I, you know, Sam told me, he took me aside one day after I popped off on this customer and he took me aside and he was like, look, Ace, like, you know, you're kind of an asshole. <laughs> and I was shocked. I was like, like, what, what do you mean I'm an asshole? Like, I thought I was pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, like, I thought I was hella nice, you know, but he was like, look, dude, like, I understand that, like, you know, we, we argue a lot with people. I understand like people come in here and they look for a fight and I don't know why they come to the tattoo shop on the North side, looking for a fight with all these felons that we work with. Like, but they do, they decide to come in here and start shit with the people who work here. And you gotta know like when to pick your battles. Like you gotta know where to channel that energy. He's like, you're wasting energy, dude. Like, you're just like, you know, you, maybe you pop off on somebody and you're a total dick and then somebody comes in afterwards and is totally psyched about getting a tattoo and, you know, Hella wants to, like, look at Flash, get something cool, whatever. I mean, even if they don't want to get, like, what, a cool tattoo, what you think is a cool tattoo, like, regardless, this next person that walks in, they could be, they could be super nice, dude. They could be wanting to get a tattoo from you, but now you're in a shit mood and you're not going to come off ac- across as, like, a 
cool guy to work with or like somebody that's willing to like work with you. You know what I mean? You still have that kind of attitude. So, and you just wasted your, your energy on some prick who left, you know what I mean? For what? Like you just blew all your smoke for the day. That's it. <laughs> like, how are you supposed to, you know what I mean? So that's Sam, fair, like, like that anger and that heat and not like considering the situation, like really yeah. does suck all the energy out of you. Totally. Cause you're like still ready and like, Oh, power mode. Got you. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was coming from Sam. Like Sam's been tattooing for over 20 years. Sam, Sam, Sam owns that shop. Like Sam's seen, Sam's seen it all. He's seen a lot of shit. Like he's a hard fucking dude. Like you don't fuck with him for sure. So I'm like coming from my boss, who's like the toughest dude. Like he's telling me to calm down. Like, Oh fuck. I'm really an asshole. You know, (laughs) that was like, that was a huge break breaking point for me. I was like, Oh fuck. Like I got to change. You know what I mean? Like, Cause that shit's not cool. Like, I don't want to think that's when you started working on it or did that like resonate and you had to like, think about it later and be like, you know, no, that was, I I mean, that was definitely, (laughs) that was the moment. I remember being upset, like for like a week, like just upset for a week, like feeling sorry for myself. Like, damn, like, how am I going to change this? Like for a few days, it was like, Oh, what the fuck? Like, Uh, what am I gonna do like why am I such an asshole and then after like (laughs) and then after like going through my emotional shit I was like all right look you gotta fucking you gotta just do better like work at it every day like try to calm down take a deep breath like do things to avoid any kind of like conflict like that that's not worth it you know like you don't have to fucking fight a customer you know what I mean who like comes in looking for a fight like if they got something to say and you don't got nothing to say, the conversation's done. The energy stops there. You don't, you're not engaging in it. Like, okay, sure, ma'am. You want to be crazy? You want to like fucking break our whole glass window in the front? Like, I'm a chill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to just like sit back, see if I can get your contact info so you can pay for this shit, but I'm not going to slip <laughs> out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, it's not like, you're not going to win that battle anyways. No, what's done is done. Like, People are going to act someone comes in act. so heated, like, and so, like, ready to pick a fight, it's like, there's no winning. You're just, like, fucking. No, exactly. Like, you're going to lose either way. And they're, they're definitely going to win. It's not, I mean, it's not about winning and losing, but they're definitely going to win. the energy suck, right? Right, like, exactly. They, they're sucking that energy from you. They got it. Like, they came in looking for a fight. fight, you gave it to them. You know what I mean? And now it's a problem, like. If they come in looking for a fight and you're like, okay, like I remember a few situations after that where I had, I had been practicing, like just calming down and whatever. And it fucking worked. People were coming in and trying to pick fights with me. And I was like, look, the piercer's not here today. I can't, I can't help you out. Well, why can't, can you just fucking take me to the back and just pierce it? Just do it. I'm like, no, that's just not how it works. I'm sorry. Like, and then they're fucking flipping out, whatever, whatever. I'm like, okay. Have a nice day. You know what I mean? And then they walk out. It's done. There's no, you don't, sorry, you don't, don't need wanna, to do that. You don't want to hit an artery or like paralyze your face or something. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm good. Like, I, you know what I mean? Unless you're coming after my family or my friends and you're like coming at us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then it, every can, everything can be resolved. Unless it's already fist to, hand, to face, like you can resolve it. Pretty sure. I had somebody come in and try to rob the tattoo shop with a a knife, but it was like, it was a nice knife. Um, and I got out of it. (laughs) (laughs) I got out of it because I, exactly. I got out of it by, it was this chick and she's like, I just got out of prison. Like, you know, I need the money. I'm like, well, it's early in the day, man. Like we don't have money here. I was like, man, that's a really nice knife. But she was like a little like speeded out and stuff. And she was like, oh yeah, I got this knife at wherever the fuck. (laughs) And it was like, wait a minute, give me your money. And I was like, it's so shiny like and there's like this rainbow stuff like wow how do you think they do that and just like stalled until like the guys like came back from the store because there's like two fucking biker dudes like just like up the street and i was like i just have to not die for about five minutes (laughs) like (laughs) but it was all about like oh wow cool that's a really cool knife yeah Yeah, (laughs) yeah. some sweetness yeah (laughs) i love your hair hair, man yeah it's great hair by the way (laughs) (laughs) can i offer you a cup of water while you're trying to rob me good 
<laughs> Would you like some black tea? For real. <laughs> um, I asked the like shop owner to put a panic button in because somebody tried to rob a side gun point. And they were like, oh, no, we'll just get a shotgun. Or, like, you can bring your gun in. And I was like, right. I'm not going to have a shootout. Like, this yeah. is not my plan. <laughs> right. like, and, no, like, what are we going to We're going to hide behind the counter and be like, <laughs> like, right. that's not the best idea. It's not, no. Yeah, that was what was cool about Atomic. All of our weapons and all of our guns were hidden where you couldn't see them. And we had a counter between us. You know what I mean? Like, it was a pretty big shop, but we also had, like, you know, worst case... <laughs> My Libra ass is like thinking like, what if, well, can we hide behind, you know what I mean? I'm like, well, what if this happened? Just thinking <laughs> scenarios always like constantly running through that shit in my head. And I'm like, like if somebody were to come in here, yeah, exactly. I'm like, boom, yeah. I hide behind there. There's a post here. There's a back room. Like we're good. You know what I mean? If they both so, have guns, it's just like shoot out. Yeah. Just shoot. It's wild west then. <laughs> Get <Yeah>. ready. <laughs> Might as well at that point. What, what else are you going to do? You got to shoot back. Might as well. Yeah, might as well. Um, so how was your apprenticeship and what do you think about apprenticeships? Um, like, I thought that's actually a pretty big question. What do you think about apprenticeships? What do you think about apprenticeships no. in general? What was your apprenticeship like? Um, well, my apprenticeship was mostly at Walker's Point. Um, that was where I had got my apprenticeship and I had almost finished it. And, um, I honestly had left early in my apprenticeship, um, <clears throat> because of some sexual assault shit. Honestly, I had a coworker that was super fucking weird, very old, old school tattooer. Um, you know, the kind of dude that's like fucking comes in for his noon appointment, takes fucking telemurdy shots and like Mountain Dew, and he's like fucking doing coke in the bathroom. But everybody's like, "Well, he's been tattooing for fucking twenty years, so let him." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of dude, and uh, he was g- grabby with me, and he made a lot of inappropriate comments. But the second that he grabbed my ass, I was like, "This is not cool." I was obviously a well, I guess it's not, I shouldn't say obvious because whatever, but that's not true. Um, but at the time I was a femme, I was a, I was a woman. Mm-hmm. So I was not like, I didn't come out as trans yet. And yeah, so I was a gay woman, like, which doesn't ever stop men. But, uh, yeah, he fucking grabbed my ass. It was hella fucking weird. He would say shit all the time. I mean, like, I remember when I got my chest tattooed. And everybody's being cool about it. No one's being fucking weird. And of course, Pete from across the shop is like, show us your tits. And I'm like, all right, like, not funny, dude. Like, honestly, get some new material, dude. Horrible. Like, I don't feel comfortable, but you don't give a fuck, clearly. Because you're on, like, coke and you've had six fucking shots by now. It's just like, you know. So eventually, um, I bounced because I was like, I'm not dealing with this. And I had told... Uh, my boss at the time, I'm like, look, this is what happened with Pete. I don't expect you to believe me. I don't expect you to favor me over him, but I'm going to tell you now, like, it's me or him. So I'm just going to bounce because I'm not, I know, you know what I mean? Like He he taught you how to tattoo. So you kind of have that, this weird obligation to him. And I know you're not going to do the right thing. So he, <laughs> I'm he just going to leave. Taught you how to tattoo? Oh, no, no, no. Pete had taught my boss, boss how to tattoo at the yeah. time. Yeah. So, um, and he was like, for sure. And I left and I went to this other shop that was like owned by this dude. And, um, it was whatever until I, until I was at Atomic basically. So, um, yeah. And that was, uh, it was fine. My apprenticeship at Walker's Point. I mean, besides all the weird (laughs) dude stuff, (laughs) it was cool. Uh. Like, I learned a lot about machines. Um, I had to do a lot of, uh, kind of like, um, shitty work, but not too shitty. Like, not like, oh, go fucking pick up my kids from school kind of shitty. Um, but yeah, just like 
regular ass apprentice shit. I just wash. I, I made. The yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. No car washing. Um, that was another story. That story <laughs> of uh, sexual harassment in the apprenticeships um, mm-hmm. is like shared by like a lot of like um, like women in tattooing, right? Yeah. Um, and I almost think it is kind of a way for them to like kind of gatekeep or like scare off like um like women whenever they're trying to learn and stuff like for sure I, I can think of like three homies who have like this a similar experience and then that's how my apprenticeship ended like the guy teaching me like pulled out his stick and was like you owe me you know Come on, dude. um and then i was like oh my first thought was like oh man i don't have a mentor anymore this sucks like i liked having a mentor you know like why'd you have to ruin it um, a lot of people that have had that experience yeah like a lot Wait, a lot <laughs> but not just women right it's like um queer people and like the racism in tattooing oh for too. sure like the yeah. gatekeeping in general yeah hell of fucking racism in tattooing because it most shops and most of this whole industry like is run by cis white people or cis white men primarily like so yeah, I mean, with white supremacy being the being what this country was built on, that's also, you know, how many how many how much fucking old flash do you know where there's like fucking Nazi symbols everywhere and all this like yeah. sh- super shitty shit, like ill gross, but I love taking flash like from the same book of flash that's got that nazi flash and fucking taking something from the those motherfuckers and putting it on queer people you know what yeah. i mean like and reinventing it and being like cool i hope you're like taking out all the nazi shit like, <laughs> exactly right yeah. like like we'll yeah. just avoid that <laughs> exactly we'll just ignore that but we're gonna take this rose yeah <laughs> and put queer on it <laughs> you know yeah yeah um, like, yeah. yeah i mean there's there's a lot of there's a lot of that in the tattoo community, unfortunately. There's a lot of gatekeeping ass shit um, that I don't agree with. <laughs> that I. It's funny that we're talking about it because I don't think that. I don't think that people talk about it enough. I think it's just starting to be talked about finally that, like, why you know why is why are things this way you know what i mean like who you know it's like i was telling my friend the other day i'm sure i'm gonna get a lot of shit for this but (laughs) yeah here we go we're talking about (laughs) we're talking about gatekeeping and all the shit about you know tattooing and you know i'm like who you know who the, the the people that are saying like oh you know like well, you know, in order to do this, you got to do this to get into tattooing. You have to fucking have an apprenticeship for this long. You have to do this this kind of way. Like, I mean, honestly, I, I can I can relate. I had that same feeling for a long time. I think it's, I think the problem with it, though, is that, like, that one black and white way of thinking is built, like everything else, in trauma. Like, everybody keeps fucking going through this cycle, like, oh, you gotta fucking, you have to do this, because I had to do that shit, and fuck mm-hmm. you for getting it easier than I got it. You know what I mean? Like, I remember one of the dudes at the tattoo shop that I worked at, like, or that I apprenticed at, like, telling me, like, oh, dude, like, you're so lucky, like, you don't have to fucking do this and that, like, blah, 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 and I'm like, yeah, dude, you know why? Because I'm a fucking good apprentice. Because I'm here at fucking 11 o'clock, and the shop is cleaned. And it's mopped and all the fucking phones are answered and everything is organized. And even when I'm not doing that, I'm doing tubes or I'm doing this. Like, and when I leave for vacation, you guys are lost without me. And that's why I don't get treated like shit. Because I'm not cocky. Because I'm not fucking, you know what I mean? Like, because I do shit. Yeah. But then you get treated like shit anyways, too, right? Right. Yeah. Like, what an apprenticeship, like, feels like it should be is, like, I mean, how I'm trying to approach it with people who I've apprenticed in the past and stuff is, like, like yes do your chores but i have no reason to throw anything at you or yell at you yeah yeah, and like no like there's no reason for hazing like yes Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be mad if you 
cross-contaminate while you're tattooing your grapefruit but you know like right exactly i'm not gonna like fucking torture you and go yeah. I, I don't know i had to do this weird thing where i had to like fill up a bucket of rocks i don't it was like just pointless mindless shit to make you like never ask questions why just do it you know like, <laughs> all right so dude stupid. yeah whatever <laughs> i know that's like wow. how yeah it's 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 crazy too like i remember being an apprentice and thinking like oh, i can't fucking wait to do this to somebody but it was just because i was so you know what i mean like you want to take your anger out yeah, you want to be you like yeah i'm gonna make you, your fucking life hard too yeah. right because you can't bitch about it because like you're like i gotta keep my mouth shut and just work harder and show these fucking fools that i that i'm worth it that i want this as bad as i do you know and i i do agree with that part of tattooing like i do agree with like that a lot of people you know, like, if you think about, like, what's cool, you know what I mean? Like, you think, like, a lot of people think, like, tattoos are cool. A lot of people think, like, being a tattoo artist is cool. Oh, shit. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's good. Nothing broke. Um, <laughs> A lot of people think, like, being a tattoo artist is cool, right? So, um, when I was first apprenticing, you know, my friends kind of explained it to me, like, dude, everybody wants to be a tattoo artist. Like, everybody wants to make money making art and like on people like that's even sicker you know what i mean so like that's why it's so hard to be a tattooer because like we gotta make it hard because otherwise like everybody would be a tattoo artist but if we judge them based on like the art that they put into it like um my apprentice like jorge has like all these like giant sketchbooks filled and filled and like constantly drawing constantly drawing i'm like you fucking want this like yeah totally you know yeah like if we just judge it based on that but then people would give people apprenticeships who like barely like care about the drawing and do just yeah. want like this coolness and it's like well then stop doing that like just find right. your dedicated people you don't have to like fucking kick their ass to right. see if they're dedicated you can literally just look at their portfolios right yeah i mean it's yeah you don't you don't i forgot what i was saying i'm sorry i'm stoned um <laughs> uh what were we talking about fucking oh you know apprenticeships and stuff oh yeah back on apprenticeship um i i think it's important to to actually want to tattoo if you're going to tattoo yes why because um there are a lot of us already um and i do think that a lot of people think it's cool. Like I think a, a lot of people think of, think of it are. as like yeah. Think of there people think of it as like an aesthetic thing, like tattooing, right? Like they're like, oh, this fucking looks cool. Like I could look so cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like nobody actually wants to fucking do it, or nobody wants to like be anybody's bitch boy and like go to the fucking grocery store for them and like shine everybody's shoes and fucking clean all the tubes and get everybody lunch. Like you know what I mean? And that's kind of how you wean people out right to see if that's they really not even it. hazing that's just like no that's you, a you gotta shit. that's yeah. like you gotta know the shop and how it works from totally. square one you know like. yeah absolutely and i think it's important like i do i think it's important to see like if you how bad you want it and i do agree that like if you give anybody an apprenticeship or or you just like let anybody tattoo then like maybe they don't really want it that bad but at the same time that i feel that i also feel classically but i also feel like you who are you to say that people shouldn't tattoo yeah. like who are you to say that anybody shouldn't tattoo tattooing fucking like everything else fucking tattooing is colonized yeah. it's fucking colonized white people we're not the first fucking people to tattoo absolutely not but then like they're, indigenous they're people brown people. people yeah Black so people, like, people to say no, right? Yeah, like, no, exactly. No, you can't learn to tattoo, right? So yeah. it's like, oh well, fucking Sailor Jerry says like it should be <laughs> this way. Well, fuck Sailor Jerry, he was fucking guaranteed. He was homophobic and racist. Like, come on, dude. You know what I mean? Like, we can appreciate tattoo history and also at the same time acknowledge that like maybe that's not like the only way. You know what I mean? Like, I, I speaking of like people hating on like people I've heard recently from friends of mine, like some backlash over my, uh, me and my homies collective, our private studio. 
um, because a lot of my homies that work there haven't been tattooing for that long or like my homie Maggie, like she taught herself, she's still learning. So whatever. So, right. So I've heard, I've heard from little birds everywhere that, which from like heavy hitters, let's say in the game, there's some people, some people that really support us like seven son fucking Taki. You like, you know, I got a good list of people that are like, Mm -hmm. hell yeah. Do what you want. You know what I mean? Other and then there's shop. I that think so. I love. I, I thought and it I, was great. And you yeah. like built something that you're like. This is where I'm fucking comfortable. This is what. Yeah, we're and do. you know, my friend Aurora, she worked really fucking hard to create a space like for for us, like for queer people, for trans people, for people of color, for indigenous people, like for women. You know what I mean? For like, she wanted. She didn't have that space. Like, she's never had that kind of space. Yeah, I don't care how fucking short of a time she's been tattooing. She's been tattooing long enough to know that she's been working with a bunch of fucking white people and that they don't know a lot. You know what I mean? And that it's tasking. It's like, it's, it's, it sucks the energy out of you. Yeah. To have to like make a space for that. Like, why not just make our own space? You know what I mean? Like collectively, especially with the world right now, like we don't know what walk-ins are going to be like eventually like hopefully that still happens that's a big part of tattooing but you know we we had to survive we had to find a way to survive like i remember when aurora hit me up and was like look i love you i respect you like i would love to open a studio with you you know would you be down for that like just me and you we just get some you know just just to have our space so we could tattoo in it you know privately and i was like fuck yeah i would do that like i'm like i don't even know really a lot of tattooers even friends included who i would work with in a small space like that just us two you know what i mean but aurora is such a fucking sweetheart and she's so good and she's so humble like and so new to tattooing she's not like jaded you know what i mean yeah she like (laughs) that's definitely a real thing hell yeah are you like you're like why are you so salt like i thought we were having fun (laughs) like (laughs) i know like oh my god i work with so many fucking older i've worked in a lot of shops i've worked with so many older tattooers that come in and they're fucking so mad and like especially when i was like what two years into tattooing like three years like i'd meet these dudes and i'm just like what's your problem dude like is that the same people who are hating on this tattoo collective no no these are people it's like like, wisconsin that i worked with but uh no like you know there were tattooers that i know that i'm like dude what why are you so mad you're you're drawing you're like making money off your art we're all here to chill like like the best bullshit at home (laughs) yeah just like cut it out with that crybaby bullshit dude like if you don't want a tattoo there's a door you could just leave like it's not that crazy you know but yeah i mean i so anyways aurora is not like that it's it's nice to be in a space that i have a lot of people around me that have good energy like we all just want each other to, to thrive. We all just want each other to help each other. You know what I mean? Like we share supplies, we pay rent together, we fucking clean up the space together. Nobody trips if like somebody leaves their garbage and the other person has to take it out. We're just like, I love you. Of course I'll do that for you. It's like a, it's way more of a family than I've ever had. You know, like um, and that's not to talk shit about my other statue shops. I'm just saying I'm really happy right now where I'm at. You know. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, what's so your, that. What's your tattoo collective's name? And what's uh, the it's called? Here? It's called Tres Leches Tattoo Studio, just a private studio. And it's in Oakland. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and it's, uh, it's a collective. Like, we all, nobody's anybody's boss. Nobody gives a fuck about that. Nobody profits like off anybody. Good. Yeah, nobody's taking a percentage from anybody. It's just, we just do it ourselves. That's how we roll. Like, appointment only, whatever, you know, just chill. And, some people like the, so this is the never mind. Huh? I'm not gonna interrupt you. <laughs> you're like you're like oh I talk a lot. Like, I know I'm like let's um, go. Who does all the paperwork and stuff like for the licensing and everything? Do you guys just like divvy it up? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we just divvy that up and do that individually, pretty much. We like t- we talk about a lot of stuff. Like we have a group chat, we talk about it, everybody's like, Cool, how do you feel about this? I feel cool. How do you feel? Like it's very open. It's very honest. It's very like transparent. Everybody knows what's going on. At the, you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty sick. So, but yeah, it's like, so obviously 
I get upset when I hear that some people are hating on us because I'm like, my, why? I mean, fuck them. Like they like well, yeah. definitely don't. Definitely. <laughs> but it's like really corny to hate on that, right? It's I like, mean, oh, I'm like, what are you so mad like, about, bro? Like, they're like, you're not getting any like, less money. You know what I mean? You're not getting any less money. We're happy. Like a queer like tattoo shop. Well, so I heard that it's not because it's no, it's not because of a queer. It's a queer shop. It's because it is. People don't think that uh aurora which she didn't open it by herself and she didn't open it to profit off anybody and she didn't like it's and it's not technically a shop or a studio like as a private studio it's a collective you know mm-hmm. um but the the drama that i hear is like oh somebody's talking shit saying like aurora shouldn't have opened that up because she's like too new in the game because she's like two years in a tattooing and i'm a like so what like people who are like way who like she's a pretty good tattooer you know she's pretty fucking good yeah (laughs) she's pretty fucking good for being and that's why i'm like you jealous shit about it so like why anyways um can we talk about whenever you first moved to san francisco and you started like like figuring out that you were trans and everything um we have like 20 minutes and then we'll take some questions and stuff Okay, cool. I'll try to cram it in. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Talk too damn much. Um, So the question was, when did I move to San Francisco and when did I start transitioning, right? Yeah. And then... Um, And what? Sorry. um, I just remember the story that you told me um, about, like, the first time you saw a trans person and, like, when that was, like, oh, like, kind of, like, clicking for you and everything. I thought that was really interesting. But you Yeah, well whatever you want well it's it's in the midwest uh where i'm from it is like chicago is more liberal than wisconsin i've lived in both places um i'm from chicago but and wisconsin's like it's weird like chicago's like people are less nice but more liberal and in wisconsin it's like people are nicer but then they're like secretly a fucking racist and a bigot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so it's it, super I think weird. Where they call it like Southern hospitality. They're like, "Hi, how's it going?" Exactly. Yeah, and then they're like, "You're oh, going to hell." Yeah, they you yeah. walk away and they're like, "That's a fucking faggot." You exactly. Know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're like, "Ah, oh, have a sweet day," and they got like a Confederate yeah. flag <laughs> on the truck. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, Jesus so. Christ. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So it's very different in the Midwest as, um, as it is in the Bay area or California, but Bay area specifically. Um, I always had like a kind of like a group of friends, like a lesbian group of friends when I was growing up is like, that's how I identified. And we just like kind of found each other and like, we'd hang out, you know, all the time. And, but it was, those were like my friends who lived in like a different town. So I had drive like 30 minutes or whatever or take the train like to go see them like it was they were my friends outside of like my high school friends they were friends I had access to all the time you know mm-hmm. um and my high school friends like they weren't really gay or anything so it was it was weird like growing up I didn't re- really have that much access to um anything queer I don't know any kind of example like any any especially with trans people like I I was telling you earlier like the only the only trans people I knew when I was a kid growing up was like the fucking people on Maury that I was watching where they're like oh like man is actually a woman in the caps like and then it's like you know fast forward and they're like hey like they're like oh baby like I gotta tell you like I'm I was born a woman. Like I'm, I'm actually like not a man. And everyone's like, boo, fuck that. That's fucked up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's what I knew as trans. So not really a good, not really a welcoming, like, Hey, come, you can be trans. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like very frowned upon, very not cool. Luckily my mom was, um, intelligent and had, um, my mom's never been, um, like homophobic or any of that like my mom's an immigrant so and her family's an immigrant like she just um 
she just like was very accepting of me my whole life. Uh, and when I came out as gay, like she was like, yeah, what? I don't fucking care. Like I, I remember having friends that were like getting kicked out and we were 14. Like I was, or I was 12 when I came out to my mom, like kind of, I told her I was bisexual. I was like, mm, I'm just going to like ease into this, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think I'm bi. And she was like, okay, like whatever. And, uh, yeah, I did. I just, it was crazy because I thought it would be way bigger of a deal. And I was like crying thinking about it. And then she just like, yeah, I don't, I don't care at all. Like, I was like, oh, okay. Sick as fuck. So my mom was always pretty tight about all that. Um, but yeah, at the same time, I never had really any trans kind of, uh, you know, like examples yeah, for, for me as a child. So when except for i have i have my best friends trans um and i like watched them kind of transition they did it very slowly when you were so younger like in high i school. was yeah no i was um no i this was later in my 20s i was yeah. like i was 19 when we met when we first became best friends and uh that's I, like a representation that you yeah had. that was all i had and you know and i didn't i didn't compute quite to me and i mean and i probably just because I was scared probably just because I didn't think it was that easy. I watched Tali go through it, my best friend. And I was like, this fucking sucks. Like I felt so protective over them and like, I understood it. You know what I mean? But I don't, I didn't quite understand it fully because I didn't even realize that like why I was so unhappy for so long, you know? And uh, yeah, as soon as I came to the Bay and I was around like, fucking queer people and trans people and gay people and fucking drag queens and like everywhere fucking rainbows everywhere just like and people being so fucking nice and just like just so openly themselves like I never ever lived in a place like that and I always knew it was a gay hub of course like I was fucking I think what I was like 20 23 when I moved here and uh I mean it's a wild sight and especially like I feel you because I lived in Missouri and everything. And yeah, so you already know. Like, like, and there's so much to learn about it. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I was like this so not politically correct. I was like so like I had no fucking idea. Like I was getting called left and right. Like, bro, you can't be saying like you you have, like your own self hatred stuff. Like, yeah, and that like, I mean something gay or like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Like, oh, like, wait, I'm like degrading myself or like exactly. i'm hating myself or or it's fu- when so when tali and i my best friend when we were uh <clears throat> when we both identified as lesbians like we i remember like we talked about this like um we talked about this like maybe a year ago we laughed about it we we're like hey remember that time that we were fucking drunk we we're like about to go to this party and we were like, just talking shit about somebody that we knew that like transition super fucked up not at all like doesn't <laughs> it all paint me in a good light but we just i'm just being honest like we had this conversation and we were making fun of it because obviously we were projecting obviously we were both trans <laughs> and obviously we had a lot of Selfie. trauma and yeah you know built in with that like you know like the mari stuff i was explaining earlier it wasn't okay like in our community to be trans like openly you know what i mean it like I didn't have any good example. I didn't have any example of people respecting anybody that was trans. I didn't have any example of people being happy and trans. I only saw trauma and hurt. And I was like, I don't want to be a part of that. I don't know what it is. I just know like that. I don't want that. You know what I mean? Like I'm cool being a lesbian. I'll just keep wearing makeup, even though it's torturous. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause like my mom doesn't want me to be a b- fucking butch, you know, like, she's like, Oh God, thank God. You're not one of those lesbians. I'm like, yeah. oh. Okay. In the boots, I just can't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and like, and so that—that's another thing. Like, so when I came to the Bay, I was around so many more queer people. Like, that was the f- those are the first people I connected with, other than like everybody at Ocean Avenue, you know. But obviously, I was gravitating more towards the queer aspect because I'm like, I want to be around my people. You know what I mean? Like, it feels validating. It feels good. It feels safe. And, and you don't have to, like, put in all the time to, like, teach the people around you. It's like, oh, the people exactly. around you already know. So, like, right. let's just. Yeah. So it was like, okay, I can explore who I am now, finally. Like, people are validating me. 
People were validating me for not wearing makeup. People were validating me every time I cut my hair shorter. They're like, wow, you look so good. I'm like, for real? Ah, okay. That's crazy. Cause I thought I was ugly as fuck, but that's good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I was becoming more comfortable. Like I was becoming like, okay, more myself, you know? Um, and yeah, that was the first time I ever saw a fucking trans guy was like a, a happy trans guy with friends, with hot girlfriend, like everybody fucking, you know, like just in love with this dude, like so cool and so nice, like, and so clearly like genuinely happy. Like I saw that and I was like, wait, that I could do that. Like he did that. I could do that. Like and then I remember talking, yeah, and I remember talking to my friends about hormones and, um, you know, HRT and all this stuff. And I'm, and they're like, yeah, dude, it's not that crazy. You know what I mean? Like you can pay for it. It's not that insane. I'm like, wow, actually. And I started researching it more. And then like, yeah, just one day I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I don't want to be, I don't want my pronouns to be she anymore. Like that doesn't feel good at all. You know? Um, yeah. And that's, it was, it all started with here. I mean, it, it would have never happened if I left the Midwest, I don't think. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe like 20 but... years, you know, everything feels yeah, so maybe 20 slow years. There. Yeah. You're like slowly start that's a lot of... and be like, Oh, that's why I, you know, that's why I yeah. feel this way. This, you know? Yeah, totally. It's crazy. Like you, it's crazy. Once you start your transition to as like, as at least for me, I don't know about other trans guys out there or trans people that identify as masculine or like as male, like, or men, like I, I don't know if it's the same, but for me, it definitely, I'm happy that I started my transition when I did, because I had a lot to still unlearn as I was learning who I was. I had to undo all the shit that I, that I thought was true. You know what I mean? That I thought was like, just how life was. Like I, I didn't really start like, you know, I stopped being an asshole maybe when I was 22 or whenever Sam and I had that talk, like, but I didn't really start evolving until I transitioned until I was like, ah, uh, it still doesn't quite feel right. You know what I mean? Like, I still don't like wake up and want to like fucking kiss the sky. Like something's wrong. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm thankful that I came out when I did. I'm thankful that my mom was so supportive. I'm thankful that I had a support system around me. Like that's the main thing that I would say, like, if people are scared to come out as trans or people are scared of like, you know, just, you know, you, you, you have people, you just won't know unless you are yourself, unless you show them who you are, but you've got more people on your side than you think. You know, I had aunts and my fucking Nona was like, you know, she's like, cool. Like you're just, you're my grandson now. And I'm like, I almost cried. I'm like, that's, I don't know how the fuck you got that so quick. You know what I mean? Like, and people don't have that, you know? So it's like, you got to hold your people close. Like when you come out as trans, know, know who your people are and keep them close to you. Cause that shit is, that shit will take you all the way to figure out who you are. And when you got your people on your side, like you could do whatever the fuck you want to do, you know, like whatever is going to make you happy. You have people around you that want to see you thrive. and like that's how you should live your life every day. You shouldn't keep people in your life that don't understand you. Like maybe they'll come around, but like, don't let it, don't hold that on, you know, don't hold that energy with you. Like let it go. Cause it's not worth it. Like being happy and being yourself, like those should be the two most, like your top priorities in life along with fucking being nice to people. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to take some questions? Yeah, I'm down to take some questions. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, let's see here. First, uh, we've got a couple of those in here. Let's see. So, Kim says, uh, hi from Kent in England. Uh, Billy Nairn says, hi, guys. Tuned in from Scotland again. A oh. uh, couple more hellos, but I think we want to get to some questions here. Sorry. Hi, no. Scotland, okay. <laughs> Yeah, right? I'm like, whoa, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, up, up, up right there. Um, That's awesome. Drunk, uh, Drunken Yoda says, love you all. Missed the tattoo industry. Had to stop 
uh, when the single parent thing happened, but still supporting everyone and love tuning in. Okay, now we've got some questions here. Uh, Ga oh, sorry. So Gage says, howdy. Nurse uh, says, it's working. Donji says, woot. Okay, getting closer to the questions. Uh, okay. Uh, Nicobe asks, do you both feel like femme-presenting tattoo artists feel like they have to keep up that wall, especially when starting out? Uh, that was one of the questions that came in uh, in the very beginning. Do I... Wait, am I, no. we're both answering this, right, Haley? Uh, yeah. Like, when in the beginning, whenever you're femme presenting, do you have to, does it feel like you have to keep holding up that wall? Like, like, is it required to hold up that wall of being an asshole to keep people off of your shit? Um, I, I, I don't know. What, I think, yeah, in a weird I, way. Like, yeah, there I is so much same. shit. Like, and, like, I worked for a shop that, um, Somebody like I got hired and the guy was like, I don't like your breed. And I was like, breed, what are you talking about? He's like, woman, you know, and then wouldn't breed. talk to me. It's going to go real well. I worked there, you know, it's like, so you do have to like, keep your like, like bite and stuff like handy. Right. I would say like, mm -hmm. and keep your wall handy. But like when you can right. like let some nice motherfuckers in. Cause I also work with a work with another guy like Jared at that shop. Who's like, the nicest person. He had like the cool long beard and stuff, but he was like, "Hey man, I fucking love you." Yeah, <laughs> it was like wow, you're it's great. Like you're cool you know? as fuck. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you have to keep your wall and your bite handy. I think just as a survival method, right? Totally. Yeah, I think it's essential, honestly, to in like a kind of industry that's always been like an outlaw industry, like fucking like fucking bikers and fucking murderers get tattooed. You know what I mean? Like. It's not that way anymore. You know what I mean? Like the fucking kid at Walmart has a face tattoo, but it's like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's still as possible. Like you still will run into those people. Like they haven't, they're not going to stop getting tattooed. Like, especially, especially men. I feel like it's important to kind of stand your ground. It sucks that you have to do that, but I do think there's a lot of dudes that don't respect, uh, women. They don't respect like a feminine, kind of person they just don't like because they're more dominant and that's what's important you know what i mean it's like i don't fucking care and sometimes you have to be like fuck you dude i don't you know what i mean like i ain't scared of you and that's it yeah. you know i agree and do you think that like all right so we're in the bay area it feels like really like people talk about like the bubble that we live in and stuff like yeah, that the gay bubble like yeah <laughs> i feel like like out in the midwest like not much has changed like shop wise you know or like um yeah. street shops in those smaller areas and stuff. i feel like they're still living that same life that we're talking about i don't think it's gone you know no i do think that the bay area is extremely progressive <laughs> i think a lot of the times that in uh, the United States that sometimes we're like the first people to fucking do something or the first people to protest or the first people to speak up about something or the first people to like, you know, I'm really thankful for that. That's why I feel at home here. And I felt at home so quickly because I, my views align with everybody around me, you know what I mean? And that's kind of not, that's just not how it is. It's like, it's just more suppressed in other states. There's just more conservatives. There's more you know, people like that, I think, like, more people trying to hold it down. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah, because because pe people don't want to move here. Like I had fucking weird ass old dudes, like, you know, that would like comment. I remember in the tattoo shop, like me telling my client, like, yeah, da -da -da, I'm moving to San Francisco. It's gonna be awesome. And I hear like this fucking old white dude just like, well, why do you want to move there? I want to fucking coops over there. I'm like, uh, I always got the land of fruits and nuts. So you're going to go there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, that's like, exactly why I'm going there. the weather's great. And I'm like, right. hell yeah, that sounds sick. Right. Because I'm a fruit bitch. That's why I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes, that sounds lovely. <laughs> right. Ah, yes. The land of fruit and nuts. I'm down. Sounds gay. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are there any other questions, Gabe? Oh, yeah. Okay, so let's see. Uh, the next one from the uh, same, uh, same person. You and Haley are both so incredible. This is a fun one for me. To I can't wait for the answer. Uh, <laughs> you and Haley are so uh, both incredibly chill. Is that a personality trait that most tattoo artists develop over time? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> As you, with age, I hope. 
Yeah, I hope, but unfortunately, probably not. I mean, <laughs> what, like I said, which I'm sure you've worked with this, these same fucking dudes, Haley, like, just the dudes that, like, you're like, wow, how, how long? So how long have you hated tattooing? Why are you still doing it? Why are you subjecting people to this anger? Like, I, I always feel, too, like, like, when, like, I got tattooed by that fucking creep that grabbed my ass. And I can't help but feel like his energy is, like, fucking branded me it. forever, you know? I have got know? the fucking tattoo from the guy who taught me, too. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. It's, and it's like it you sucks to have that like hate live in your tattoo, and so you're gonna come at people so fucking angry, right. and then you're yeah, and it's like in their skin. Cool. No, Great. nobody wants that, that, dude. Nobody wants to deal with that, dude. Like, I don't know, man. For, for me, it's way, 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 way easier to use my energy wisely. You know, stay staying calm, like. And I'm 28, so I hope I just get calmer. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I guess maybe my secret is weed. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm very calm all the time. It takes a lot to get me heated. Well, maybe not a lot. I'm still Sicilian. But <laughs> I definitely, I, I feel like I know, I mean, I feel like I know in general, more or less, like, how and when, when to use my energy and you know what I mean? Making sure I put it in the right places. I'm still learning, but yeah. And if you're like chill and cool to people and nice to people and they made the big step to walk into your tattoo shop, you can give them right. like a tattoo that they actually care about all the time because totally. they're like, oh, wow, that person didn't treat me like shit. That was <laughs> Yeah. Wow. I actually feel good. In that <laughs> I shop. feel really good about this shop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that's a lot of people, a lot of things people don't talk about or tattooers don't like admit really is that like it's fucking intimidating walking into a shop. Like, Very especially as a young kid with no tattoos. Like, I don't want to fucking look stupid in front of all these big ass dudes with tattoos. Like, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Like, it's just intimidating. People with tattoos, like, can be intimidating to other people. You know what I mean? Like, we all know it. We all gotten looked at for and trying to steal shit or whatever. Rat. Yeah, exactly. Um, we got a bad rat. We're from, a couple bad from apples. Older, no, from the older guys, they're like so fucking hateful and shit. And it's like that. That gives us a bad rep, right? So then they're scared totally. to walk into our shop, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, I say it's uh, okay. Uh, oh, sorry about that. Okay, uh, so next up, uh, Danji, uh, Dan, Danji, Danji, sorry, my pronunciation's horrible, but uh, what they say is, or what their question is, uh, when it comes to the sexual harassment or mistreatment, do you find that it's become easier on you since your transition? And have you experienced any new forms of mistreatment as a male presenting tattoo artist? Um, yes. To the first part. Um, I, I, it is way different now. I mean, I've definitely had, um, you know, there's been tattooers in the past that have like, you know, male, cis male tattooers that have hit on me or treated me what one way and now it's like fucking sick tab bro it's like way fucking different you know what i mean like and uh yeah it's definitely changed i mean they just like it's like one day like yeah now they actually like your tattoos right or like one day like i you know like i say like one day i woke up but like i mean when i transitioned it's like one day i woke up and all of a sudden like what i have to say is important you know what I mean? Like super fucked up, like very yes. fucked up. It's like, it, it was, it's seriously night and day. Like, I mean, I don't have to worry or it feels safer now. I mean, I don't have to worry about dudes so much, like in the tattoo industry, like trying to get in my pants or like looking at me in a weird way. You know what I mean? Like, um, that, that kind of fear has like dissipated with that but um which sucks it sucks to say it sucks to like hear like like oh like it's easier being a like a man in the tattoo industry but it is it is totally easier i mean like you don't get harassed like especially when you're a fucking hot chick with tattoos you know what i mean like people want to fucking be near you people want to grab you and fucking like it's just weird like if people fetishize you it's like which still happens if you're trans um, or any 
anybody, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely changed. It's definitely night and day. I don't experience that really anymore, um, with male tattooers. So yes, it is different. Um, yes, it is extremely different and no, I don't really it do, like all that sexual harassment shit. It doesn't really happen now. I mean, people don't, I've been working out, you know what I mean? But also people don't fuck with me now. So yeah. And you're, like, you're a part of a collective that you feel safe in. And yeah, I mean, nobody good. like that would come into our space. They just yeah. wouldn't. So they're not allowed. <laughs> you know, that's a cool thing about... No creeps allowed. Yeah, no creeps allowed, dude. Creeps out. Get lost. Kick rocks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any others, Gabe? Uh, yeah, let's see here. Um, so, uh, Aurora says, hi, uh, sending you both so much love. Thank you for, uh, for this. Uh, what would you like to see done differently, if anything, at tattoo conventions? Hmm, that's a fucking good question, my friend. We would like to see more fucking safe spaces for by POC, by TPOC fucking people. I want to see, like, more fucking... I know Aurora and I had this conversation earlier. Like, we want to see more pamphlets. Like, if people be willing to uh, leave, like, a pamphlet maybe on their... Uh, I can't think of the word right now. I'm blanking. On their table. Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> at the convention. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, on their table, like, hey, you know, these, like... Uh, what Rachel. is that? You know what I'm talking about, right, Haley? With the... um, It's, like sexual assault like in tattooing it's like these pamphlets like re uh resource guides yeah and i think what was it sema that did that or who i didn't see him okay um well aurora knows more That's about great. that huh? yeah um i want to see I mean, less um like symbolism uh like the like rape demon dude and like yeah. um less like um just like hateful images that's what yeah. I want to see also for sure. Yeah. I feel like I can like walk through there and if you know like some like certain types of like styles history, like Japanese history and stuff, you're like, wow, cool. That's the demon that like rapes and steals children. Cool. Love right. that, that that's there. But you think <laughs> you see it everywhere, you know? And yeah, it's right. like, oh, and oh, that guy has one too. Yeah fucking yeah. sick like <laughs> I hate it. yeah it actually like pisses me off a lot and i'm like does anyone know who they're representing here like okay yeah. whatever totally cool. yeah i Great mean that goes cool. to say with any <laughs> of that um any of that any of the racist splash any of like or the sexist ah. misogynist stuff Ooh, yeah like you know what i like to see less fucking or i'd like to see zero white dudes specifically but i'd like to see zero people that like everybody who's not indigenous to stop doing indigenous tattoos on people seriously stop that shit it's so fucking cringy dude like just stop there's so much other shit to draw like you're just it's not like really easy to not culture appropriate like yeah it's super easy but, so fucking easy like you just have to like you know have your own brain <laughs> Yeah, you don't have stop. to rip off every fucking buddy, but whatever. Yeah. It's just like, dude, if, you know, it's, it's like I tell fucking every racist person I talk to, like, dude, if someone's telling you it's fucking racist, if someone's telling you, hey, that shit's not cool, like, they're, they're right. You know what I mean? Like, if a fucking black person is telling you, like, this is racist against black people, if an indigenous person is telling you, like, don't fucking tattoo, uh, chief's fucking head like a native american chief's head on like some fucking white kid like yeah you know what i mean like you've took enough from these people relax take a fucking seat you know there's so much other cool imagery to draw dude like seriously there's a fucking million things to draw it's just stop appropriating shit it's annoying as fuck oh yeah period well, I did uh, just open up another trove of comments and whatnot, but it feels like maybe people should be uh, going over to the podcast and leaving reviews and stuff, because uh, otherwise we might be able to keep talking. Everyone's very excited and very appreciative <laughs> of the stories. Sick. Great. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Should I close it out? 
Yeah, sounds unless uh, it's up to you. Your show. Um, yeah. do, you want, do we want one more question? I feel Let's like do one more question. Right here. Yeah, Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you find that people of, uh, people of color are more comfortable in your shop? I know I've had artists telling me I couldn't have colorful tattoos until 2017 because of my skin color. I'd probably never be comfortable in a shop with a bunch of cis white guys. Uh, referring to my shop, is that what they're asking about? Correct. Yeah. Um, no, I have had lots of friends um, that are my, lots of my black friends, lots of my brown friends, lots of people of color, lots of trans people come into the shop and yeah, say that exact thing. Like, yeah, it's, I feel really comfortable here. Everybody's really chill. Everybody's very respectful. Like it does. It's, it's just not a shop full of cis white dudes. And that's just period what it is. I mean, it sucks that we can't, it sucks that people don't share the same ideals, you know what I mean? Or, but really like, like, um, and I'm saying that thinking about like, it sucks that we had to create our own fucking space for that. Like we couldn't just have a conversation, which we've had and we've tried time and time again with all these people that we've worked with throughout the years. Like, and when I talk about that, I'm speaking like for everybody at my studio right now, like, um, I hope I can speak for everybody. And I've had this conversation with them a few times. So, um, yeah, but I, it sucks that you can't, that it doesn't ever go further than like this talk. And then they're like, cool. Yeah, whatever. And then like your fucking trans friend comes in and like, what's up, bro. And I'm like, you can't do that shit, dude. Like how many fucking times, you know, it's like, eventually it sucks, but yeah, we got to open up our own space. And, but it feels good now because now my clients feel safe. My clients feel like they can come into a space and get a fucking tattoo and leave happy without anybody making any fucking weird comments or like having this weird energy or hearing a fucking dude say it, tell a racist joke. Like it's like, it's, it's definitely, people are definitely, people of color are definitely more comfortable in the studio. So that's cool. All right. I'm going to close it out. Um, Let's see. Uh, my website is Haley Adams Tattoo. If you want to follow Ace on Instagram, his handle is the Hooded Ace. Uh, mine is Haley Adams Tattoo. Um, and do you have a website? I don't have a website, but um, the studio has a the studio has an Instagram um, that Aurora just put together for us because she fucking rules. But the Instagram is. You can also, sure. I think you can put it in the chat too. Oh, can I? Okay. I'm pretty sure it's just today's late studio. Cool. And it is. So yeah, follow that if you want. Okay, great. Um, live in the Castro district oh. of San Francisco. I'll see you later. Thanks for coming, Ace. Thanks. And thank you, Gabe. Thanks for having me, I'm, dude. Absolutely. Have fun. And uh, just, just a last reminder for everyone to go check out the uh, the podcast stores for Live in the Castro because... Haley's done an awesome job of getting them up, and uh, she said it'll be up tomorrow, but we'll see. <laughs>